Are you loving the content of our podcast, Weight Inclusive Innovators, and want to support our work for free? There are three things you can do right now to support the pod. Number one, leave us a rating and review. The more ratings and reviews we have, the more people will see our work and the more exposure we'll get. Number two, follow our work by connecting with us on Instagram at Weight Inclusive Innovators and sign up for our weekly newsletter for business support and news. The link will be in the show notes to check this out. And number three, tell your business bestie about our show. Send them episodes you think will be helpful for where they're at in their weight inclusive business or that they'll enjoy listening to because we're hilarious. Welcome to the Weight Inclusive Innovators Podcast. My name's Hannah Turnbull. And I'm Morgan Sinclair. We're two non-diet dietitians, entrepreneurs, and Enneagram 7s here to talk shop about the business side of things. From managing a team of clinicians, to building a cohesive brand, to figuring out how the heck to pay yourself, we get deep down in it talking about what it actually takes to start, run, and grow your weight inclusive business. The good and the messy. We know your degree didn't include any business classes, at least not any applicable to what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. This is why we are on a mission to bring business education to other weight inclusive clinicians. Say sayonara to all the hours spent on Google and hello to information that is actually relevant. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the pod. Dude, it's been three weeks since I've been behind the mic, and it feels so weird to be in this situation again. You sound funny. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I uh, just got back from my Italy trip, which mini sewed on that soon, but... Freaking day number four out of 10 that I was there, I like just like straight up lost my voice and it's still not back. And it's so annoying. (laughs) No. Oh my gosh. The things you couldn't even prepare for or know would happen. No, but we made it through. It's, I had a speech therapist friend reach out to me and they're like, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. And I was like, but wine is cheaper than water. (laughs) (laughs) Wine is so yummy. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to pass up wine in Italy. So we're just, we're, we're getting there. We're getting back to it. It's, it's a lot better. It hasn't hurt at all. It's just sounded awful. So here we are. Here we are. Welcome back. Your trip looked fucking amazing. How are you feeling outside of the voice thing? Outside of the voice thing. Oh my God. So good. It was, it was the best thing in the whole wide world. I just, I'm so grateful for the eight ladies who put their trust in me to guide them through Italy. And just, we just had honestly the time of our lives. Ah, gosh, I've seen pictures. I've seen videos. I can't wait to see all the content you release around it. And I'm just like, holy fucking shit. I'm so impressed with you as, as a business bestie and friend, like you are so cool. That trip was so fucking cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. We're trying to keep it short around actually talking about the trip since we're doing the mini-sode. So if you guys feel like, what happened on the trip? How was it? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Today, we're going to be chatting about how quarter three was for the both of us as well as... I. Yeah. We're just just going to keep rolling with it because (laughs) it is what it is at this point. It is what Um, it is. And we're also going to be chatting about what we have in store for quarter four as we freaking close out the year. But before we dive into all of that, I haven't talked to you in so long. What have you been up to? Oh my gosh. Okay. What have I been up to? You left September 6th or 7th, right? Yep. 
Ah, man, what have I been up to? (laughs) I know you know this, Morgan. This is, you know, in our check-ins, we're like business highs and lows, blah, blah, blah. We're just doing a hodgepodge check-in today. But I'm fucking dragging my feet on every single project and thing I'm involved in right now. And I'm really annoyed with myself about it in like a compassionate, like parental way of like trying to check in with myself to see what's going on, but I'm dragging ass and I'm glad that you're back because I do so well with accountability. Um, and I've really been doing a lot of fun things outside, like climbing and going camping, which has been filling my cup. But at the same time, I'm feeling very behind on stuff. And so even when we were like planning this episode today, I was like, holy shit, the quarter's ending. Oh my God, I know there's more to do than I even think right now that I'm already behind on. And mm-hmm. I say all this to just humanize myself. And if you are someone going through the same thing because you are spread out and all over the place, I got your back. That's where I'm at. Okay. So I was looking at my Asana task list and I had like two things on my to-do list for today. And I was like, there's no fucking way that that's right. <laughs> and then I realized that there were a lot of things I needed to do that weren't on my Asana task list. And then I panicked. Yep. Yep. It's like a recalibration, especially I'm imagining for you being on the trip, you probably weren't working much, hopefully not at, at all. all. None. Yes. Good, good boundaries. And I know you did a lot of work on the, on the front end of it to help with that, but yeah, I can't even imagine how you're feeling. Um, how have you been, what have you been up to Besides Italy. I mean, honestly, Italy. Um, I I prepped for it the like Labor Day, the day before that we left. I was just getting, you know, all my eyes out of T's crossed for the trip. Um, I was expecting to be like super fucking anxious and I wasn't. I was cool as a cucumber the whole time. Went and got a spray tan the morning of that developed while I was flying. Wow. And just had a really, yeah, I mean, had a had an incredible trip. Didn't work. It didn't feel like I was working for the eating exhibition either. It truly felt like vacation, which was so needed. Um, but then I was supposed to fly back on Saturday, knowing that I would have all of Sunday to rest and recoup. And then I got stranded in Frankfurt for the night. Oh no, um, how'd that happen? So our flight from Milan to Frankfurt got delayed. And I say hour because one of the girls from the trip was actually on the exact same flights as me. So her and I both got stranded in Frankfurt, which was honestly so fine we were like we were like walking over the bridge and she's like so her name's danny and she is just like super calm super chill pretty seasoned traveler like knows that stuff like this happens all the time very optimistic as well so we were like walking across like a bridge in frankfurt because we like went into the city and explored for a little bit and i was like danny i'm really thankful i'm stuck with you and don't be wrong i wish we were on our way to Houston right now, but this is really exciting. Like this is so fun. (laughs) It's like a follow-up adventure to your adventure. Yes. But then by Sunday I was like, yeah, okay, get me home. Like if I'm not going to, if I'm not going to, if I know I'm not going to be staying in Frankfurt, like I'm ready to be home. And so got home at like 6 PM on Sunday and then Monday and Tuesday were just like, I jet lag, like, like timing wise was okay. I felt like I got back into a pretty good like sleep schedule, but my motivation was zero. Today's the first day that I feel semi-normal again. I love these moments though, because now in your brain, you can be like, okay, the next eating expedition trip I do international or not, I need a two day come down at minimum to where I still plan for that time to be off so I can gently integrate. And maybe you did plan that. Um, but yes, I can imagine the come down is real. It's real. It's real. 
but overall, you know, doing good, ready to be back in Italy again. Honestly, I've been making myself cappuccinos and I bought some croissants to eat for breakfast because I just, I just love it. I love it over there. Mm. It felt like home. I know. I love that. Did it feel different than when you lived there for three months? It felt, it felt better. It felt calmer. I think mainly that was because I was like with people, especially people that I knew. Yeah, it felt good. Also, your nose is pierced. What? I did pierce my nose. (laughs) I forgot. It's actually the first day where it doesn't feel too, it doesn't, it's not painful. So I got my septum pierced. I've been wanting it for a while. I had a septum ring, a fake one three different times. And every time I'd blow my nose, I'd fucking throw it away on accident because I wasn't paying attention. And so on a whim this weekend, I was hanging out with my best friend, Carly, and they, you know, we were talking, they have theirs pierced. I was like, will you go with me and hold my hand? And they're like, yes. And so we went, got an impromptu appointment, went so well. The person was like, I'm a perfectionist. And I'm like, that's the only situation that I want someone to be a perfectionist in is when you're finding the tiny little area in my nose where you're not going to pierce my cartilage and make me cry. So perfect. Nailed it. I love it. Um, it's healing I up well. I love it. And I can't stop touching it. But yeah, I know I'm not I supposed to touch it. I do that too with mine. I don't have my septum pierced. I just have like my nostril pierced, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, it looks so good. It looks, I, I feel like you've had it for forever. Like it just suits you so well. Thank you so much. I feel like I have one of those like button noses where like it, it does look really cute. I look really like cute. it a lot. Yay. Thanks for mentioning that. I forgot already. Uh-huh. Yeah. It just like caught the light on the video and I was like, Oh my God, your nose. I like it a lot. I do too. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Let's do it. All righty, Q3. You were a doozy. This was, it was interesting to go back and review what my projections were and what I actually got done. So for Q3, just to remind people, this was July, August, and September, and we're in the year 2022 right now. Yeah, that's a good reminder. And technically September is not over yet. We have what, nine more days in September from recording this. So things can still change. I don't think they will change a lot, but they could change. They will change a little bit. It might make our our goals that are red go to yellow. Yeah. Now that they're like fresh on our brain again, because I totally forgot about some of these, which, you know, natural to put your focus more on just one thing than another. But um, I will go through all of my different cookie jars that I got my hand in and how, I don't want to say how I did, how it went. I don't want to like, I don't know. I don't want to yeah. like, and very reflect. Reflect reflection. We, we love like reflections. It. Yes. Okay. So for Morgan Sinclair Designs, my branding, marketing, and web design studio, where I also do some one-on-one coaching, my goal, well, my goal for the whole year is 15% revenue increases every quarter. I was about $3,500 short from hitting that goal. So my, if I would have hit my 15,000 revenue increase, it would have been 18,400. As of today, I've only made 14,700. I did have two discovery calls that might turn into potential clients. And so there's actually a good chance that I might actually hit that one by the end of the month. We'll see. Hey, that's still really fucking good. It's, it, we're working on it. I, so I did some even like 
more focused projections probably back in July. And I was really thinking that August was going to be my first 5K month. Not 5K, five-figure month. And it wasn't, which is okay. It definitely, I mean, it increased, so can't be mad about it. Um, Or didn't, it wasn't worse. I I didn't like lose money. It was consistent. Consistency. Yeah, we like that. My second projection was to update my website with accurate services and uh, honor price transparency. I did get that done. My website services are updated to accurately reflect what I do. And then I also have all of my prices listed on my website. So people know what they're um, looking at before they reach out to me, which feels really good. My third one was to create an offboarding process and check in with my past clients. If you remember last time, this was also a Q2 goal. It still has not gotten done. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but oh, I mean, everything feels pretty, feels pretty consistent. I'm um, going into Q4. I am still going to do a 15% revenue increase. So comparing that to Q4 of 2021, that would mean that my goal revenue is a little under $16,000. And then <laughs> dear God, I have got to do my offboarding process. I want to get that done. I think about it at least once a week and there's just a block in me. And I tried to have my intern help me with it last time. And I just, we just like didn't full, we didn't come full circle. We like talked about it. And so anyway, yeah, that's all my projections. I'm giggling because in Morgan's notes for Q4 projection, it literally says in all caps, offboarding process, damn it. Like damn it with two M's. And it just is very charming and funny. Yeah. You're totally going to crush that one next quarter. Please needs to become yellow. I need to, I need to get it out of the red. So for Weight Inclusive Business Academy, every single projection is red because last time we recorded the episode, I was I wrote those projections thinking that I would have a VA. That did not happen. So what I wanted to do was launch the lead magnet, create some rhythms and flows with my VA, and come up with a launch strategy. I have a new VA starting tomorrow, which is super Yay! exciting. Which I did not know. Um, what? Yeah. Hello. I have a new VA, have a new VA starting tomorrow. Technically, the contract started on Monday, but she was also on the eating expedition trip with me. And we like touched base on Monday and we're like, we're good. <laughs> neither of us are functioning humans right now. Yes. That's so exciting. Oh my gosh. Full circle. I love when our businesses can like intersect with each other a little bit. It's like you went on this trip and now you're my VA. I know yeah. it's not that simple, but like very cool that there's a couple touch points there. Yeah. Well, and she was my intern last summer, my dietetic intern last summer. And so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really good about it. So she starts tomorrow. So all of those things are still going to be in effect. Two things that I am going to add to this is I've been struggling to write scripts for the different lessons. And in August, I made an effort to go to my favorite coffee shop every Tuesday morning when they open at 7am. I was doing it anyway, but I decided to dedicate 7am to 8am as just like a free flow like write it, write it all out, start getting ideas on paper. And that was so helpful. I haven't been here the last two Tuesdays, the Tuesday before that I had a freak, possibly appendicitis, something. It wasn't appendicitis, thank goodness. Uh, But anyway, I'm excited to get back into the rhythm of that. And then 
knowing that I want to start launching some of the lessons, hopefully in Q4, I need to start nurturing my email list with education just to kind of like prep them that like things are coming. For the eating expedition, my goal was to get three more people signed up to bring the total to eight travelers. I got two more people signed up. So we had seven travelers plus me and a photographer, nine of us total, really, really great size group. I was going to prepare some education for the travelers in order to prepare them for Italian culture, got that done. And then we hosted our first trip. All of that feels really good. Um, For Q4, I think the eating expedition is going to take a little bit of of like go on the back burner a little bit. I really just want to like soak up all of the goodness and all of the feels and all the emotions and go through some feedback. I am going to start brainstorming 2023 trips. Um, but really like the, the brunt of that's probably not going to happen until January. I'm thinking a trip to Mexico city in June. And I had so many people reach out about Italy just from posting about it that I might actually do another Italy trip next year. Love it. That's so exciting. Yep. And then I want to create some social media content, but I want it to be more focused on like, this was really fun. So like, let's relive it creatively and get to like exercise that that side of my brain versus like, I have to do this in order to market the trip. So I love that reframe. I love a secondary gain Mm -hmm. through creativity. Yep. In terms of Superbill, um, I'm actually, this is probably going to be the last time that I talk about Superbill. I am very still invested in it, still working with them. I've actually increased my hours with them. Um, but our team is just growing so much. I think there's seven or eight of us. And back in May, there were only four of us. So wow. it's grown quite a bit. Um, we did bring on a growth marketing manager um, who I like tag team things with. And it has been so fun to have someone else do some of the marketing stuff with. I think it's really allowed us to tap into both of our zones of geniuses when it comes to marketing and be able to like divvy up things that one of us likes and the other one doesn't. And so my focus is going to be predominantly on email marketing, hosting events and doing some direct mail outs as well as just like supporting her with um, some paid partnerships and social media and everything else that comes along with marketing. We are doing a team trip in December to New York City. And I was like, hey, we're all going to be together. Let's host a provider event, like a provider happy hour and got the thumbs up to do that. And so I'm going to start planning that. So if you are in New York City or you know of any providers in New York City, I mean, it can literally be any healthcare provider that has at least like one private pay client. Let me know because we're going to do some fun planning. And then personal, I had two things and they're both green, which I'm so excited about. So first one was to read at least two books a month. I don't really know if it was two books a month, but I made it through six books. So, well, I say that I've made it through five books and I have like 20% left of my last book, but I'm for sure going to finish it before the end of the quarter. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's been so good. I think so. It's it's the reason this goal got accomplished is because I joined a virtual book club with a former coworker who lives out in LA and it's with some of her friends. We've read so many things that I just like never would have picked up on my own. And it's been so cool. So quick little recap. In July, I read Everything I Know About Love by... I was literally about to say Dolly Parton. Not Dolly Parton. Dolly Alderton. Um, My Best Friend's Exorcism by Grady Hendrix. That Summer by Jennifer Weiner, 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 something like that. 
Writers and Lovers by Lily King, The Lesbiana's Guide to Catholic School by Sonora Reyes. And we did this one for um, Hispanic Heritage Month. And then I am finishing up on audiobook Taste by Stanley Tucci, and it's narrated by him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn, you read six books, almost six books. You'll have six books done. Yes. And with everything else you've been doing, holy fuck, good job. Well, you know, being on a being on a plane for a while was definitely helpful. <laughs> Does help. And then my second personal goal was to plan another visionary vacation for the end of the year. And I have it as a personal goal. And it ended up being a joint goal because we planned one together. Yay! We'll talk about that when we talk about we. We will. So Q4 projections for personal, read two more books a month and then plan on my 30th birthday because I'm going to do something big and exciting. And I, I, I was looking up Airbnbs in Barcelona, Spain yesterday. Um, shut up. I so I'm like might do like a month long trip for my birthday. We'll see. I'm nodding my head furiously. So exciting. So exciting. But anyway, that's what I've got on the horizon. I feel like these are, I feel like my Q4 projections are not as like super solid as they were last time, but I think that's good because I think Q4 with it being like holiday season, I don't like to have really intense goals because usually by the end of the year, I'm like, I just want to rest. Absolutely. I don't need to do anything big. I just want to like coast until we get to the new year. I am totally with you in that. And you'll see that reflected in mine as well. Because uh, we, I, I mean, there's different seasons, right? And that's why we love talking about quarters and what we're up to and what we're projecting, because you're going to see it looks different at different times. So yes. Yeah. Okay. Write it down. Passing the mic to you. Woohoo. All right. So Nourish Colorado, man. We crushed the Q3 stuff last quarter. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Uh, We had three big things. One was hire and onboard my two clinicians. My leadership team hired two really awesome people. One's already halfway full. One started this week. And our team is just feeling so tight knit right now. It's really awesome. And so I just feel very in harmony with how things are going and where they're headed. and, And that just feels so good. So we did hire our people. We onboarded them. They're seeing clients. It's great. My other goal was to fine-tune our insurance and billing system, which we are still in the works of, but it has gotten instrumentally better. And we are actually starting to shift like into the nitty-gritty of like doing our benefit checks different to make them more efficient, like having strategy around shortening the amount of time that goes between the client reaching out and getting them onboarded and seeing like how many visits we can get covered for them, all that kind of stuff. So it feels really awesome and addressing these inefficiencies that have held us back a lot. And so we're super stoked on that. And then my third goal was to move clients from Thursday mornings and have everybody in the afternoon to free up more time in the morning for like admin type stuff for Nourish Colorado. And I fucking did it. Everybody is at 12 PM and later. And that feels really good. Um, I have five slots for clients on my calendar on Thursdays. And that is exactly where it needs to be. And as it makes sense to, I love my clients and I will stick with them for as long as they need me. And as long as I'm helpful, um, as they don't need me, I will continue to whittle that down and not take on new clients. So 
That feels oh, really good. Right. I have, I have my my time that I'm doing it. And then also a plan to keep, I don't want to say reducing my workload as a clinician, but growing more time to do the visionary work that I meant to do. So I crushed uh, it. Crushed it. You, oh my God. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. <sighs> Thank you so much. So Q4 is going to be focusing on what we have going on right now. So we're having a big team meeting. I like to call it a bitch sesh where we're having dinner. We're getting together for three hours and we are talking about all the things we fucking hate about Nourish Colorado and making solutions to address it. And so I'm really incredible. Yes. Honestly, I love that. I don't know why, how the idea popped into my head, but I've been telling my business coaching clients to do it too, because like, it's just so powerful. And the ones that have done it already are like, holy shit, that was amazing. Like it, it's coming together and just naming like what's hard about this because it's all hard. And if you're not talking about it, that just builds resentment and like not finding a solution. It's not being worked on. So I'm really thrilled about that. And we're going to get that all together. So the goal is to have everything we kind of come up with, depending on the capacity, hopefully having in place by January 1st, to make 2023 the best fucking year that Nourish Colorado has had yet. Another thing we're going to do is, so we just hired two people over the last quarter. We're going to continue to top off our current team and then fill those two to the brim. So we're not going to be hiring in Q4. We are going to be planning on hiring in the future. This is your first quarter that you haven't hired someone. And like the last several quarters. Is that true? Who did I hire in? I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. It seems like it. No, you're so right. Because hmm, I've always been in the process of like onboarding people, if not hiring. It's hard, it's hard to remember the exact dates. And then I've had a few people come and go. But I think you might be right. Because I feel like... I mean, we've been doing the podcast for what, nine months now. And I feel like every quarter you've talked about bringing someone on. So... Okay. To be fair, it's because I hired two people last quarter and I usually do one per quarter. There we go. There it is. It's like, we're on track for that, but I just kind of took a leap and an experimentation of hiring two people at once and seeing what happens. So good point though. I'm going to reflect on that more. So filling up our team, really focusing on on our core team, getting ready to hire more in the new year. Probably not going to put too much thought into that, but I am excited to do some forecasting and projections for 2023 for Nourish Colorado. I don't quite have an outline of what that's going to look like yet, but going to look at things on the business side, like revenue, clients coming in, retention, all that good stuff, who we're going to hire next year, onboarding, promoting people, Super fun, nerdy stuff that people who are visionaries love to do. So that's going to be a fun to do for Q4. And we'll probably be coming covering some of the forecasting and projections uh, in the workshop next week. And so you'll probably get to do like kind of kick off that process, which I will too. I'm very excited for it. Yay. Absolutely. By the time you're listening to this, peeps, our workshop will be completed. Values-driven group. It was, it was hit or miss with my goals. I had three. One was to be consistent on Instagram three times a week. LOL. That one's orange for me. Um, I was being consistent and then I got busy again and then totally dropped off. But I do have more of a strategy in what I'm supposed to be doing. And not a like shooting on myself, but a 
what I had planned out. And I am going to work on that more next quarter. So that will transfer over. But I did post more than I had on the previous quarter. So that's good. And that's why it's orange and not red. That's right. (laughs) And then um, my other goal was to take on two new business coaching clients, which I did. And they're both fucking awesome. I actually think I took on three. Yes. Now that I think about it, there's three. You overachiever you. Woo! What color does that one get to be? Purple? Yeah. I'm here for it. Sweet. Okay. And then I also had a plan to kind of create plans for my current clients and close the loop. I made that yellow because my sweet baby clients, I, I think I confused people and a lot, a few of them reached out and were like, I don't want to stop working with you. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want you to stop working with me either. That's not my intention at all. I just want to make sure like goals are getting accomplished and there's like timelines and things. So that was a really good lesson for me to learn how to word things better. So I made it yellow and I'm going to continue to think about what that means. And cause just from doing this the last two and a half years, like most people stay with me a really long time. And I love that. And I just want to make sure that I'm being as helpful because it is an expensive resource to have. Um, and I want people to have return on investment. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out like when to offboard, if to offboard, do I wait until they tell me or do I have like an actual plan for them? So I think it's more of a bigger systemic question of what my business coaching with people means and entails and the goal is. So my goals for Q4, or I should say my intentions, actually create a social media strategy with a schedule and utilize my amazing apprentice, Caitlin, who has made my life so much fucking easier. I forgot to mention her in Nourish Colorado because she's kind of all over the place in all of our projects and just going above and beyond in everything she does. It so I have no doubt that we're going to get things going for Values Driven Group Instagram, and she's going to be on the back end of that with me, just getting getting the gears going. She's awesome. I will nerd out on her every single episode because I just want to set the stage for how it should feel to have a virtual assistant slash apprentice. I'm also going to take on two new business coaching clients in Q4 and then get everybody scheduled out for Q4. I kind of have been checking in with people who um, do month, not monthly, but they come twice a month they don't really have necessarily a package. We're just kind of ongoing and I get people scheduled for the quarter. And then I have people who kind of purchase their whole package and then they're kind of set for however long they did. So, but at the, at the beginning of the quarter, I get everybody in their spot for the rest um, of the year, just to, just for consistency for them and for me. And so after I get those people scheduled, then I'll take on two new. If, if I feel like it, I kind of feel like it because I love it. Uh, But at the same time, if I don't take on two new ones, I'm okay with that as well. And maybe winding down a bit. So we'll see. We'll see if the right people reach out. And then I'm actually starting to plan a group practice intensive that I want to do in January to get group practice owners stoked for the new year. So I don't have the details panned out too much yet. But basically, it's going to be a mini half-day workshop just doing things specific for group practice. I'm just spitballing a little bit, but I'm thinking about doing two, one for people who want to like be in group practice and aren't there yet. And then the second one is to level up current group practice owners who want to tighten things as far as like their KPIs and just things related to group practice specific issues and considerations. And so I'm super stoked on that. That sounds so fun. Yeah. I was a group practice owner. I totally do it, but 
<laughs> Thanks so much. Yes, I know. And so no major details ironed out yet, but I do see a need and I think it's going to be fucking awesome. And the last thing for Values Driven Group is I have a couple talks to deliver later this year and early next year. And so I am going to put my heart and soul into those and then deliver them. Yay for another source of revenue or at least exposure marketing. I know how much you love public speaking too. So that's very exciting. Luckily, these are both of those. I love getting paid to speak and I definitely want to do more of that in 2023. It's my favorite thing. I feel like I'm, I'm good at it. Yeah. I know you feel I, the same. I feel the same way. I love it. It's so fun for me. And lastly, for personal, I am working on rehabbing my hamstring injury, which has been going really well. It's feeling like 95% better. There's still a weird little feeling, but being consistent with strength training and having a PT has been invaluable. I couldn't, I wouldn't have the accountability and have gotten it done without that, with just how busy I am. So that was really nice. Um, and I'm climbing harder than ever, which is like the biggest reason why I wanted my hamstring to feel good. So I can keep doing the things that I love. And another goal was spend time with people and talk about things other than work, which I've been working really hard to do. And I mostly just talk about rock climbing, but it's fine. I'm just kidding. I talk about other things as well, but I being intentional about that and setting that was really helpful for me because I do get lost in the entrepreneur group practice I don't even know what other words I was going to say, but that identity. And it's so easy to default to that. And so I was challenging myself and it was going really well. And I also refocused on reading. So I've been reading every night before bed. I'm really into hiking memoirs by women. And you just read Wild by Cheryl Strayed, right? I did read Wild by Cheryl Strayed. And now I decided that I'm going to hike the PCT. That's a whole conversation for Ooh. another day. I know that might be 2024 sabbatical. All right. But to bring us to the present moment for Q4, I want to get outside more. I want to spend more time alone. I'm realizing that is what is recharging me right now. And I'm going to continue reading books instead of scrolling because I just feel so much better. And my last one is kind of, I fell off Duolingo. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Part of it's because I've been on my phone less and I'm like, I want to do this, but I also don't want to be on my phone. But I have been connecting. with a lot of people who speak Spanish and I want to be able to like connect with them and not put so much labor on them for having to switch to English. And so, and also just like Mexico city and traveling. I really want to Costa Rica. Yes. I got to get back on Duolingo, like nudge me on there. If you're on there. Okay. I'm on it. Beautiful. Don't worry. I got you. I was, we did um, a little team bonding thing with Zebra Bill yesterday and we, we were, it was a, a brunch because we hired a new team member. And so we did like a little welcome brunch virtually, which was super fun. And we did two truths and a lie. And one of my truths was that I had a 660 day streak on Duolingo. And one of the guys was like, there's no way, like that's almost two years. And it was indeed true. So. Wow. Got him. Got him. So yes, I will definitely nudge you on Duolingo. And then joint efforts with the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast, as well as all the other things that we're wanting to do for we. So our intentions for Q3 were to launch, create a launch strategy for the Accountability Club, which we did not do. But it's still on our mind. So we got busy. God, we got so busy. Yes. I also feel like we set a lot of... We have five intentions. That's a lot of intentions. A lot. 
Okay. Um, second intention is to host the Weight Inclusive Innovators Workshop, which we are doing by the time Woo-hoo! this comes out, it'll have already passed, but time recording, it'll be next week. Third was to create more value add in the newsletter. That was my role and I did not do it. I've been doing the bare minimum and I'm really sorry, but I've never missed a newsletter. <laughs> so there's something to be said for that. It's more than I can say about social media. I definitely didn't create any of the graphics for your for last week's episode. <laughs> I know poor Caitlin was like, where's the post? I'm going to post them. And we we're like, put our hands Oops. up. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, intention number four, plan guests for the rest of the year and start guest episodes. We have been doing that. We already have one that went live. By the time this comes out, we'll have two. And then we have two more guests planned for the rest of the year. Yay. We're doing and- monthly guests right now. We're figuring out our systems. Oof. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, intention number five was to uh, create, continue to create consistent weekly episodes. I feel like we did, I mean, we're still doing weekly episodes. End of August going into September with me being gone, with doing guest episodes, it got a little wonky in terms of like, like we recorded three episodes in five days. (laughs) I I remember that. I don't do well with that. I've realized I'm like, I feel so thrown off, but we will have an episode come out every Monday, even with the wonky recording schedule. Yes. Hopefully you guys don't notice, but it's just hard because we like to show up in the moment and talk about what's going on for us in the moment. And it's, it's difficult to, to do that three episodes in five days because not a lot has changed. Then you have different (laughs) energy levels you're bringing to the podcast and you're like, Oh God, that was what was nice, even though love you and missed you when you were gone to not record for a couple of weeks was kind of, it was weird, but also like, oh, after recording three in a row, it was a nice break. It was a nice break. Yeah. For Q4, we are going to talk about a launch strategy for the accountability club. It's going to be our membership where you can come work on your business, not in your business and have us hold your feet to the fire. A lot of people need this. If you have ADHD, this group's absolutely going to be great for you. But we need a launch strategy. We still want to try to get that done for 2023 first quarter, but we'll see. (laughs) I always trauma laugh at adding more value to the newsletter because I'm still trying to figure that out. And I really need to have my apprentice help me. So Caitlin, I know you listen to our episodes. (laughs) Hold my feet to the fire for this. We're going to... You know, part of having a newsletter is not just to pop into your inbox and remind you that we exist and there's a new podcast episode out, but we really want to be as helpful for your business as possible. And we know like there's not a lot of resources out there, especially related to our specific field. And so wanting to fill that gap, I'm going to keep that vision on the horizon of the why of doing the newsletter and adding value. And then we want to continue consistent weekly episodes and having guests. We're still trying to figure out how many guests we want to have in a month, blah, blah, blah. Maybe we'll talk about that more as we go to Costa Rica. For number four, we are having another admincation strategy planning for 2023 in Costa Rica. I can definitely get down on doing this twice a year, Morgan. I don't know about you. I know you'll do like once a month forever. (laughs) I would. I would totally do once a month forever, but I can can get on board with committing to at least twice a year for our joint admincations. So you can find us in the rainforest of Costa Rica with all the cool animals, doing some surfing in the ocean and strategizing for 2023. 
for Wake Inclusive Innovators and for our other businesses. So we're excited. We are so excited. It is so fun to do these little recaps. And truthfully, I did not look at my Q3 goals at all. So the fact that I even had one crossed off that was green makes my heart so happy. Good job. Way to go. Cats on the back for us. Cats on the back. So we are encouraging you to reflect on Q3. Even if you didn't have any specific goals or you're still kind of navigating how you want to set up your intentions and then to do some planning for Q4. Thanks so much for listening to the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. If you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to the pod on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please leave us a rating and review, share with a business bestie, and check out our website at weightinclusiveinnovators.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.